Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Remarkably Us, the podcast. I'm your host, Shelly Roan, sober gal living in Southern California, navigating the ins and outs of life. In today's episode, I'm really quite honestly challenged with what direction to go in. And I was even more challenged with what to even title this. So I just went with what the fuck is going on? Yes, I want to talk about my week and what I've been doing to try to get my creative mojo back. If you've been following along or, you know, been listening to me or anything I've been doing, you would know that the last year has been so physically and emotionally and mentally draining on so many of us. And I have lost that creative spark that I had a few years ago, and I'm trying to get it back. I took a pottery class (laughs) this last weekend, which was really fun. Was, it was great to do something new. You know, I met some, met some new people I'm taking a Buddhism course tomorrow night. Um, you know, I spent some time outside. I had a facial, which I know doesn't really jog creativity, but it's self-care and I love my esthetician. So I'm counting it. But more important than any of that is this absolutely unjust, quite honestly, fucking ridiculous ruling a few days ago, the overturn of Roe v. Wade. Handing the power and decision of abortion and reproductive rights down to the states, meaning that millions of American women will now be without basic human rights, the right to choose what she will do with her own body. Now, I live in California which is a state that has vowed to protect women and keep our pro-choice legislature. I am also a gay woman. So you could easily say that this ruling doesn't affect me, but quite the opposite. This ruling affects everyone. This is so much bigger than not allowing some women in some states to get an abortion or not. This is about power and control. This is about handing over the power and control over a woman's body to those in power. This is about these laws, rules, and regulations being instilled by people that base their political, their legislative beliefs on the Bible, on quote-unquote God's word, on a document that was written over 200 years ago foundation of our country, a document that was written at a time when Black people were considered to be three-fourths of a human, where women had 
no rights at all. A document that was meant to be updated. This, it seems absolutely absurd and ridiculous to think that this is really a decision that a a small group of people just decided. And now the repercussions that will come of this are monumental. Because the rule isn't just the rules of some of these very conservative states are not just a woman cannot get an abortion after a certain number of weeks. It is going to be absolutely a complete and total ban on abortion. Say a woman is raped. And she lives in a state where there is a complete ban on abortions. Say she has no funds, no resources to travel out of state to get an abortion. Say she has a healthy pregnancy, so she has no medical reason to abort the baby. Say this is a 15 or 14-year-old girl. She's then forced to carry this child to be reminded of a horrific and traumatic experience every single day. You have all these people fighting outside of these abortion clinics. You have all of these people celebrating, saying, we're saving the lives of millions of babies. What happens after that baby is born? They disappear. That baby is born into a broken system. Now, what happens if this girl is a minority? Let's just add on the systemic racism that our country has embedded into every single thing that it does. You've now forced a 14, 15-year-old girl to carry a baby that she has no way of taking care of. She's a child herself. And the system that we have in place in this country is not set up to help her after that baby is born. This is not just a scenario that I just pulled out of my ass. This happens all the time. Rape, incest, pregnancies that will result in the death of a mother, if not medically aborted. And now millions, for millions of American women across this nation, their reality is very bleak. Big org, I'm seeing all over, big organizations, hell, even the military 
has fought back and said that they will either provide full access to abortion and reproductive health care, or they will fund the travel and costs for those who have to travel to receive this care. Millions of people are protesting. By the time you listen to this episode, it will have been you know, at least five days after this, this ruling was passed. And we've seen protests all over the nation, all over the world. I cannot in good conscience stay silent and I will not. This 4th of July, I keep hearing, what do you have planned? What are you going to do? How are you going to celebrate? Celebrate what? What, what could I possibly be celebrating? Our freedom? When millions of women across the nation were just stripped of that freedom overnight. If you're feeling helpless or don't know what to do, for one, I am right there with you. It seems like it's just so much bigger than us. Like what could I, what could I do? But I know that our collective voices are loud and we will not stop using those voices until women have the same rights as everyone else. I saw this video of an interview and the man was saying, look, we don't want to strip away your rights. We just want some of the rights that you have. Minorities, women, people of the LGBTQI plus community are just saying to the white individuals, we don't want to take your right away from you. We just want some of the ones that you have. Why cannot, why can't I as a woman, why can't I as a member of the LGBTQI plus community have the same rights as a straight white man? A nation, a world where we are all equal seems far away. But standing together and fighting for those that do not have a voice, fighting for those whose rights have been stripped away is what generations of people have been doing. And it is what we will continue to do to fight for equality. That's it. And it seems so obscene that literally people are just saying equality equal rights. I don't want any more rights or any, any, any more rights than that individual over there has. I just want the same. Just don't tell me what I can and cannot do with my body. If you are not also being told what you can and cannot do with your body. No one's telling a man he has to get a vasectomy until he's married. No one's punishing the man that gets the woman pregnant. No one is forcing that man 
to pay child support on a baby at the moment of conception, if that's deemed when life is, why isn't that man then forced to pay child support as soon as this baby, per your rules, has life? Why doesn't that baby have a social security card? Why can't a life insurance policy be started? Why can't we claim that baby on our taxes? All of these things, all of these things, it's just about equality. It's about the fight to have the freedom to choose what to do with our own bodies. With all this going on, it's hard to just be like, okay, so my week was good. (laughs) But as we talk about what is going on in the world, our individual lives, they move and they flow with everything going on outside. I spent my week following this news and trying to sit in any form of happiness, to sit in the process of continued healing. And sometimes a lot like this fight, the world seems completely and totally out of our control. Laws are put in place. Rights are taken away. Right now, people all over the nation are fighting to make ends meet. Housing is at astronomical heights. Gas prices have doubled. With all of this constant feed, it's hard to find any light. It's hard to want to move forward, to just make it one day after the other. With all this, I know one thing is certain. We leave behind a footprint. What you do in this life has the ability to stand the test of time. What you stand for, what you fight for, what you create, what you say, it all stays behind. It all leaves an imprint on the sand behind you. Nothing you do can ever be taken back. You cannot erase the past. You can only have a say in the future footprints that you leave them behind. In the next few steps, not the steps that you'll make five years or 10 years, but the ones right now the ones today. You have a say in those steps. When I'm gone, whenever my time is, I want to be able to leave something behind, to leave behind proof that I was here and that I was never silent, that I used my voice to share my story to create something that inspires and moves others to do the same. These fights, these struggles that we face every day are not singular. We don't go through any of this alone. Whether that be voicing what is what you see as injustices around the world, or whether that be creating a voice for those that have struggled with the same things that you struggle with. I am, we are leaving behind a mark. 
I've said this so many times. The greatest thing that you can do is to find your purpose, to find your voice, find your impact, find what you can create and share that gift with the world without art, music, literature, film, and any form of creative power, the world would be bleak and gray. That's why it's so important to continue to share your story as we fight for equality, as the world continues somehow to spin on its show happiness only axis. I share that it is not always happiness, but it's the dark times, the sorrow that is inevitably mixed into our world that brings the greatest of voices to the surface. What is it that you want to leave behind? What are your next footprints that you will create? Showing up, standing up for what's right, leaving behind a mark that you were here. You lived a beautiful life. You spoke up, you shared your story. That's what we can do. Every day you show up for yourself for those around you, and you revel in the moments that you have. Every single day, I show up and am unapologetically myself, whatever that looks like on that day. I am not quiet about my sobriety. I'm not quiet about my anxiety, the black cloud that most often looms over me. I'm not quiet about social and racial and sexist issues that we face as a world. I'm not quiet about being a queer woman. I'm not quiet about what inspires me, about what frustrates me. Too many of us are quiet. You don't have to shout from the rooftops or make these monumental changes. You don't have to quit your job and protest every single day. All you have to do is show up in a way that you're capable of showing up. Speak up and remember that what you do in this life, no matter who you are, no matter where you come from, no matter what your life looks like, what you do in this life, it matters. I know that everything is, there's a big question mark on, I guess, what's going to happen next. And I don't know. None of us know. But continue showing up. Continue to show up for yourself. Continue to take care of yourself. Continue to show up for those around you. All right, everyone. (laughs) That's all for me. Like I said, I'm on this quest to find my creative mojo again. And this week I'm not feeling any more inspired. I'm inspired to cause a scene, but I'm not really inspired to create anything really magical. So maybe next week I'll feel a little more creative. But take care of yourself. If you want to reach out to me, you can find me on Instagram at remarkably underscore us. Stay hopeful, stay creative, be kind to each other, 
and never forget how wildly capable you are. Till next time. Bye.